you're listening to The Positive Professional with me, Tracy Yvonne. Hi, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 23 of the podcast. I hope that through previous episodes that you've picked up a thing or two about preserving, maintaining, and promoting your mental and eventually your overall health and productivity. On today's episode, I am going to talk about what does it mean to empty your cup. But I'm going to first start you off with a story. And it comes from an age-old Zen proverb. You may or may not have come across different versions of the story, but the core principles remain intact. So let us begin. There was once a wise and well-known Zen master who was visited by people from all corners of the world. They sought his help to advance in knowledge, learn his ways, and better their lives. The master was always accommodating, ready to teach and show them the path to enlightenment. On one occasion, the Zen master was visited by a scholar. And some versions of the story will say it was a university professor. What's important to know is that this visitor possessed considerable knowledge of his own. And just like the elders, the scholar wished that the Zen master advises and enlightens him, asking, I've come to ask you to teach me about Zen, he said. The master was welcoming of him and agreed to take him under his wing. Soon after, the master starts to instruct him on the ways of Zen, but there was something different about this particular student. Being a widely knowledgeable man himself, he was unable to stop himself from interrupting the master by telling his personal stories and experiences and showing his knowledge. And it has been suggested that he did this in hopes of impressing the master, even though others thought he was simply full of his own opinions. The master, unable to continue with his lessons as usual, suggested quite calmly that they have some tea. And the scholar agreed. As with the custom, the host pours the tea for his guests. So the master proceeded to pour the scholar's tea into a cup. The master filled the cup of tea so much that it started overflowing, but he did not stop. The tea started to pour into the table and then onto the floor, yet he did not stop. When the overflowing tea reached the scholar's robes, he cried out, Master, stop! The cup is already full, can't you see? Only then did the master stop pouring and smiled with satisfaction, his point having been made. He then explained, exactly, you are like this cup, so full of ideas that nothing more will fit in. He then told the scholar to come back to meet him after he had emptied his cup. And what a fascinating story, don't you think? beyond interesting and do you see the lessons present in this story are you able to draw parallels between yourself and the scholar and without a doubt many of us can see our resemblance with the scholar and at one time or the other it is likely that you've become full of the knowledge that you've amassed and your own opinions and lost for a second your ability to absorb new knowledge The story I narrated should do at least three things for you. 
It should remind you to remain humble. It should teach you how essential it is to be open to new ideas. And it should inspire you to be willing to change your previously held views in the face of a superior argument. You should know that most times when you behave like the scholar in a story, it's not a deliberate act. Constantly staying open-minded may sound easy, but it's much harder to practice. And day by day, the metaphorical cup gets filled with the knowledge you gain and the experiences you encounter. And some experiences may not even be yours directly, but if it reinforces an idea you hold, it finds its way into the cup. So it is natural to feel some resistance when someone comes to you with something different than what you're used to. But I must say that accepting a new idea as soon as it is brought to you is one thing. And allowing yourself a moment to consider a new idea and weighing its merit is another. You may not agree, but at least you can do is be patient enough to understand the basis behind them. And the same principle applies both ways. Aside from challenging new ideas brought to you, your notions may also be shot down as you present them. And it's up to you to calmly request and listen to further explanations as to why your ideas are refuted. It's different from expending your efforts in trying to impress your preconceived notions on others. And as the master said, you have to empty your cup. So what does emptying your cup even mean? It means opening your mind and being receptive to new information. It means humbling yourself and knowing when it's appropriate to express your knowledge and when to put yourself in a learning mode. Emptying your cup means increasing your willingness to let go of what you know. Now, all of that is just one thing. So the next question would be, how do I empty my cup? Well, I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. Okay, so here are some examples of how you can get your cup empty. First off, take it easy with pride. And I was tempted to say not to be proud, but pride is not an entirely bad trait. It's normal and it feels good to feel a level pride in what you have accomplished or amassed or learned. However, pride becomes so much that you begin to see yourself as better than everyone else. And it's questionable. Feelings of superiority are common among people who are not able to accommodate viewpoints other than theirs. So take it easy with pride. Know that you can only accomplish even more when you keep learning. Next tip I'm going to mention is to embrace reality. Ask yourself some hard questions. Are you actually that much of the expert that you think you are? The body of knowledge on any and all things is vast, much more than you can imagine. So it has been poised in many places, 
that as wide as knowledge available to the human race is, it's only a fraction of what is unknown. Beyond that, no one knows everything about everything. These realizations should instill in you the fact that there is no end to knowledge. Also crucial is the idea that you can learn a thing or two from just about anyone. And these are necessary to knowing your efforts to empty your cup. Keeping an open mind is essential. No matter how much an expert already knows, they can still learn something new. And that applies both to the field in which you are an expert and others entirely new to you. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not entirely easy to be open-minded. And being so usually comes at the cost of a constant practice. One important activity you can try to make you more open-minded is getting out of your comfort zone. The idea behind getting out of your comfort zone is to add new experiences, but those with which you are unfamiliar. And you should try to engage in activities you naturally wouldn't do. And it may be listening to a different type of music, reading alternative opinions on controversial topics, or trying out food you haven't eaten before. This starts to build in you appreciation of things that are different. And you may not entirely like these new experiences, but you are more informed and educated about them. The third way to empty your cup is to make some effort to examine things with different lenses. View everything from another angle. Your beliefs and values often determine the way you view things, but they are not only the way to go. You can gain a lot about open-mindedness by talking with someone who doesn't have an interest to protect in the matter. This is so that you can have some objectivity. And by placing your well-informed ideas side by side with an objective opinion, you can clearly see why you resist and it becomes easier for you to start to learn another idea. Okay, next up on the ways to emptying your cup is to be open to criticism. Now, this is where many people tend to lose it. And certainly you cannot be right all of the time. And we all know there will be people who will call you out on it. And when this happens, it's always helpful to listen to your criticisms with intent. And sometimes even the most spiteful of corrections contain some truths and by extension, lessons there for you. Another tip for emptying your cup is to absorb the culture of listening more than you speak. There's an old saying, teaching, that says by talking, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. And this explains just what happened between the Zen master and the scholar. The scholar kept on interrupting with his own ideas so much that the master was unable to impart anything on him. Listening to people is a conscious activity, much more vital than just hearing, but it holds the promise of new knowledge for anyone who can practice it. By practicing any of these tips, you'll be well on your way to emptying your cup. However, these principles can be helped by setting out some time for personal introspection. 
journaling or mindfulness meditation can do wonders in realizing and separating yourself from your biases. And we all have biases. Similarly, sourcing out information you consume for several credible sources can help you to become better rounded and generally increases your quality of your thoughts. The same goes for the relationships you form with others. By willing yourself to create relationships with other people, you open yourself to new worlds of knowledge that do nothing but enrich yours. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to you tuning in to another episode. Make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast and don't forget to click the like button. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe and be well.